My name is Mike, 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 Dark, 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 Dark. And I am Richard Wag, Wag, Wagner. We're back. It's time for yet another edition of Radio Waves. My name is Mike Stark. And Richard Wagoner. We've been away for about three weeks because there's really not a lot going on in radio these days. So we uh, wait until we have enough to talk about at least. Right. And then uh, come and bring you the latest podcast. So continue to read Richard's column, whether we're on the air or not. Yes. Okay, we're going to go back to the July 28th uh, column that you did. Uh, we talked about a couple of these things already. The Ken and Dave podcast, Ken Levine uh, podcast with Dave Beezing for two episodes. They're up and running. Go visit Hollywood and Levine and listen to those and you will hear the state of radio, basically, at this yeah. point. Read Ken's blog as well and subscribe to the podcast. But listening to Ken and Dave, I mean, you have two very experienced people talking there. Yeah, and, it's, um, it's just it's a it's a fun little ride. And Dave always puts in his brilliance into uh, the programming. And uh, and Ken just he's just funny to listen to anyway. And yeah. has such an interesting jaded perspective on radio. <laughs> That's what we love about him because we're we're kindred spirits in that respect to some degree. The other thing we talked about in the column is the career-spanning interviews that are now playing on the L.A. radio studio stream. It's uh, all of the interviews that Richard and I have done over the years with uh, with various people. We've got some, hopefully, some new ones coming soon, but uh, we're playing all of them back, and we're going to play them until about uh, the middle of August. Right. So if you want to hear those exclusively, then you can do it after August 15th. It'll be part of the mix of all of the programming we used to do at the L.A. radio studio. So it'll still be in there. All of them will still be in part of that mix, but uh, it won't be exclusively our interviews. So yes. next in that column was now this caught me by surprise because I thought he'd already retired. Leon had, Kaplan. Yeah, he had kind of been told to leave and then he kind of saved his own show by like finding advertisers advertisers himself and things like that so he was on kbc for you know basically forever right and uh and this actually ended up being i asked i asked someone who really knew and i said so is this his decision or was it their decision and he says it was his decision and then the story goes from from people i have talked to that he kind of arrived one day to um to do the show and they had no one there to help him out. It was like the call screener wasn't there or the producer wasn't there or whatever. He's going to have to do all this Welcome stuff. Welcome to radio. Yeah. And he basically said, uh, okay, I'm done. And they said, no, you can't be done. You have to do another show. So he ended up doing a show. It wasn't live. My understanding is he went in for his last show on a Thursday or something like that and had all of his friends call in for the final show. But it basically came down to a... Screw you guys, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, he's done it forever. I, when I worked at KBC back in the 80s, he was yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been there forever. I wonder if he still has his car uh, repair business, because that's, that's where they... I think he sold that one. 
He I did sell think, that. I'm not positive. You know what? I think yeah. that may be where I got the idea that he retired. Yeah, that could be. That he that he closed the the mechanic business but kept the radio show going. I would not yeah. be surprised just because of the connection that they have. I would not be surprised if he ends up being a maybe consultant or periodic uh, contributor to the KPFK um, car show. There you go. He would be perfect for that. Yeah. Absolutely. He had a great career and he had a great show. He was just sounded like the good old boy every time he was on oh, the yeah. air. And it was it was excellent. I was just happy it was his decision, even if yes. it was due to bad things happening. I'm yeah. glad it was his decision because, you know. You reported in the uh, July 28th column that All Excess was going away. We had talked about that yep. on the last uh, podcast. Well, as of today, as of this taping, All Access is not going away. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, yeah. They're, they're going away in certain aspects. They're cutting out a lot of the news stories, which requires people to actually write. And so uh, that that's what they're saying is going to go away. We'll still be able to get the ratings from them, which is great, because Richard was going to have to find someplace else to get the ratings. <laughs> I could go straight to Nielsen, but it's so much easier to get it from them because they have yeah. it all organized and it's the entire country. It's great. Right. No, it is great. So that's Dan. But there's going to be a lot of the features that we've grown to know and love that will remain. So all access is sticking around in a in a slim format. Right. Uh, the August 4th uh, column, you talk about the Taylor Swift radio uh, channel. All Taylor Swift all the time. What else could you ask for in life? But you got to have an HD3 radio. Right. I, and I think that's actually, I have not found it on any of the apps. I think it's only on HD. Yeah, I. it was the Sinatra channel, I think. Yeah. And so I clicked on that on the app and nothing came up. Yeah. So maybe they're not, they're not putting it on the apps. But I know but one it, of the problems that you have is the streaming costs are just, they're getting so high. Yeah. That it's hard. Yeah, and I did tune in on my HD3 radio to confirm, and I listened to one Taylor Swift song, and then I heard a image liner that said, this is Taylor Swift radio, and then another Taylor Swift song. Yeah. So they they are doing it. This is just a temporary thing, right? Yeah, it's supposed to run through the end of the month, and then either Sinatra will return or something new. Well, the, the Twi Taylor Swift thing is a big thing because she's in town for the this week and next week and God knows how long. So it also sparks some other stations to do some Taylor Swift promotions. Yep. Right? Yes, FM. They became Swift FM. <laughs> but they're not playing all Taylor Swift, no. right? Uh, three to four an hour is what they're saying. And then they okay. have special... Special hour after the concert, like if the concert ends at 11, they'll do 11 to 12 uh, special programming for Taylor mm. and uh, obviously concert giveaway, concert ticket giveaway on the last night. Ryan Seacrest is doing stuff. So they're kind of going in uh, kind of more traditional what a station would do with a Taylor sure. Swift promotion. But what's interesting is as big as she is, I haven't heard of a lot of stations doing it. Have you? No, I haven't. 
And I'm surprised at that, actually. She may I mean, be who, one of the biggest who, stars out right now. I was going to say, who sells like like eight, nine nights at at the SoFi? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And in various genres, too. Do you remember she started out as a country artist? Right. And kind of made the, you know, going from country to pop nowadays isn't as hard as it used to be. <laughs> no, exactly. Because most, con- most country is pop. Right, right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, quite a quite a woman, quite a talented woman, and I'll just add add this little thing. She gave a, gave her crew a ton bonus for uh, their work on this tour. One truck driver got a hundred thousand dollar bonus. Wow. He was able to buy a house, put a down payment on a house with that, and supposedly five million dollars in bonus money went to the crew. Wow, which that's something she didn't have to do, yeah. you know, and and she did that, and also in every city she's playing, she's given huge amounts to the food banks in in that town. So she gave the money to the food bank in uh, Santa Clara, and the food bank says they will not say how much she gave, but it was enough m- money to feed 500,000 people for one year. Wow. Wow. You know, no matter what you think of her music, she's out of my demo, no doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm too old to really appreciate what she's got, but I do appreciate that she's a talented lady and uh, obviously uh, goes beyond that as, as a human being. So the next part of the August 4th column Richard's wife weighs in on radio. Well, it's not as much weighing in. It's just that for some reason, after some software update, her car stereo started forgetting what it was tuned to, and it would just go back to the last radio station you happened to have tuned in sometime <laughs> in the past. So she'd be listening. I kept setting it to play the Sirius XM channels she likes, and she'd restart the car, and it would be on Alt 98.7. Or it would uh, another time it would start going to K Earth, and the thing that's kind of funny is she said, "Yeah, this is okay." So she's been listening to Alton K Earth for the last uh, last. They they have a part on order. <laughs> she's been doing this now for two or three months. I don't even know how long it's been. So there's a part problem to, with the with the yeah. radio. I I don't actually know if it's a part problem or a software problem or both because it's uh, apparently this has happened on enough uh, Fords and Lincolns in their Sync 3 system Mm. uh, where things start kind of going haywire after a certain software update. But what's happened with hers is it's also lost the modem ability so it can no longer update anyway. Oh, okay. Something's weird with this. Something's weird. Well, she can always listen to AM radio, and there's more news on AM radio, right? That is true. It's uh, gotten out of the subcommittee. The AM for Every Vehicle Act has gone to the full (laughs) Senate for debate. Um, It's a rule requiring automakers to maintain AM broadcast radio in their vehicles without a separate or additional payment fee or surcharge. AM should be clearly visible on the vehicle's dashboard, and until a new standard would take effect, cars lacking AM radio receivers would have to be labeled as such for buyers. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they can make it the default like your wife's car. And <laughs> exactly. As soon goes, as you turn on the car. You go to AM radio. Yeah. 
The, the funny thing, is, and this is a slightly interesting thing, a guy from Michigan is actually against it. The, the senator from um, Senate Democrat Gary Peters from Michigan stated that the act is not only unnecessary, but that Congress has never mandated radio features and vehicles ever before, which is a not true, true. statement. Didn't they mandate FM? I don't, I don't think FM was actually ever mandated, but what they did do, because FM didn't really need to be, it kind of caught on on itself, if you remember. I thought it was mandated, but I could be wrong. Maybe our listeners know. It, well, the problem, of course, you remember how the FCC didn't mandate AM stereo, which actually might have helped years ago. <laughs> and not mandating HD and whatever, you're not you're not doing the right mandates. But it's not like it's truly unprecedented. The the precedence is with TV, where you had to have a UHF tuner in order to sell a TV, right. and that got the UHF stations launched. And with the irony now, if you remember back then, everyone thought UHF was the weaker channel, blah, 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 blah. Well, with digital, most TV stations, even if they're on the lower channel numbers, are actually UHF. Interesting. Interesting, all those weird, those weird fake channels that they're using now. Yeah, which are all on the cable too, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that takes care of the uh, August 4th column. And then the column for this week, talk about Taylor Swift again. And, and basically, you just updated that uh, Kiss is doing Kiss it. And all. Part, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the other part of the uh, August 11th column is about KNX. Yes. What's new there? It's actually a funny story, and it falls right into what the rumors were. If you recall, when when uh, KNX decided to simulcast on their FM, a lot of the talk involved, what do they do with their AM station? Is it going to become a brokered station? Is it going to become a sports station? Is it going to go off the air? Who knows, you know, is it going to be sold? We, we, we honestly don't know. It's such a strong signal, and it has such a legacy that yeah. I think the company would be silly to sell it. But you know, anything's open if, if uh, the right money is there. But the story came out stating that they have ended the simulcast and people who are listening were shocked to tune in and hear programming that was uh, like product marketing or whatever the heck they do on the, the weekends. So they, the story is basically that the simulcast has ended. Some, a reader sent me the article and I wrote back saying, God, that is just stupid. But then I started to think to myself, I think I would have heard something because they would have sent a yeah. press release about it. Sure. So I tuned in and there's the simulcast. And it's a, it's fascinating to me, by the way, because AM's not an HD. It used to be, if you remember. It's right. no longer an HD. The FM is uh, regular FM analog and HD. But they process it so poorly, it actually sounds better in non-HD AM on my car stereo than it does on the FM. There's something weird about that. Anyway, that's another story. But regardless, it was still simulcasting. So then I wrote back to him saying, hey, you know, it's still there. I don't know what's going on. And he goes, I don't know. That's what the story said. So in checking into it, all of a sudden the story was kind of gone. But apparently it was one that was written by artificial intelligence. <laughs> one of those chat, what do they call the thing? Chat? CGB yeah, G or whatever it is. Yeah, right. I forget that. There's the several of them out there. Now. Yeah. So apparently it was written by one of those types of apps. My hunch is that wherever the information came from, because you know how it just picks up stuff from the Internet and then sure. puts together supposedly right. well-written stuff. And the idea is you check it for information before you release it. Uh, I'm guessing that people had tuned in on weekend mornings 
and heard something else and might have been shocked to hear that. But they've been doing that for a year. It's not like it's a recent uh, thing. So it, it was spreading like like wildfire. Well, it wasn't an official release from no, anybody. It was not an official release. And in fact, Alex Silverman, who is the director of news and programming, said on a social post, uh, just want to clarify, we have not ended the simulcast. KNX News is still on both AM and FM in all hours except weekend mornings, Saturday 6 to 11 a.m. and Sunday 6 to 8 a.m. when KNX AM airs some paid and specialty programming. No, so I made a vow to my editor a long time ago that uh, no artificial intelligence articles coming from me, no AI stories. Uh, in fact, I'm just leaving the intelligence totally out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No, intelligence is not something that happens on this show. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, finally, your column is a plea to... Yes the listeners of this podcast and to the readers of your column to share their favorite radio station that is no longer with us. Right. And I, I think we might've talked about this uh, either on or off the air. I can't remember, but the idea is stations that we, we liked and it doesn't have to be big stations. Just, right. you know, stations when you're growing up, you heard it even somebody even uh, mentioned uh, uh, 101.9 The Edge recently. Oh, right. Uh, which is another station that didn't last that long. So uh, KWOW, remember Magic Oldies Radio, KBLA from Burbank. K-Day is actually the one I thought of because I happen to have an old Earl Trout uh, uh, air check on my uh, on my iPhones that comes up when I'm walking sometimes. Right. Just interesting stations that maybe succeeded, maybe didn't, but they tried hard. Sure. Absolutely. I think that's a great feature, and you're going to spotlight some of them in your column yeah. in future uh, future weeks. Right. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Anyone listening? Okay. All right. We've done it again, Richard. Made it through. We made it through. If the listeners to this podcast could only hear the unedited version of this, <laughs> they would realize... How tough it is to get through one of these these days. But uh, people don't know. We take four hours of content <laughs> <laughs> and edit it down to what you're getting today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that were the case, we need to get out of the business, I'd say. But, right, uh, right. Okay. Well, we will be back at some time with more of Radio Waves. Mm-hmm.